0: Hey there, Oncers, this is Kev. I'm the guy that plays the music when they say play the music. What am I doing here? It's a very good question. Uh, There was a nice um, mid-season discussion last week, but other than that, Once Upon a Wine has been a little quiet because Once Upon a Time is on their uh, winter break. They don't come back for another month or so here. So, because of that, we figured let's throw out as much content over the next month that we can at you. Uh, and part of the deal is we're going to debut my new podcast, Everything is Awesome, right here on Once Upon a Line, So check it out. What you're going to hear now is a discussion between myself and Garrett Smith, a fellow podcaster in the Philadelphia area. Uh, we, we chat about podcasting, we chat about pop culture, and all the other activities, stand-up comedy and whatnot, that he's involved with. So check it out. If you liked it, check out awesomepodcast.com for more ...of everything is awesome and everything else that That's Entertainment has to offer. Now on to the show! And aside to this week's episode, we recorded this a few months back... ...so some of the information that we put out there for Garrett's live shows are a little outdated. Movie Movie Live Star Wars Edition was incredibly fun. I was there. It was a great time. I highly suggest you go to February 17th at 7.30pm at Philomoca, ...the Movie Movie Live High as a Kite Edition. It's going to be their next live show uh it's a, it was great you know it's highly interactive it's a very funny show with the panelists and garrett and dan uh so if you're in the philly area head to philomoko on february 17th 7 30 p.m i'm gonna be there i know dan's gonna be there i know garrett's gonna be there i think i'm gonna try to get mike from Tellist and, and that's entertainment to be there so it's gonna be a good fun time so check it out uh, and now on to our show Welcome to Everything Is Awesome. I'm your host, Kev. This is our very first episode, so real quick before we get to our guest, uh, quick synopsis of what this show is. I talk to people who I think are awesome, and they bring awesome, awesome things to talk about, whether it be what they do or what they want to talk about so we'll, we'll see what uh, our guest today has to talk about before he officially starts talking I want to talk about him for a little bit uh, this man uh, you know there was a handful of people that I said you know they're the people I want to talk to first just because we have good conversations they're good friends whatever it may be uh, this is one of the guys who like many people that will probably be a guest in the first couple weeks here uh, I have worked with before and they've gone on to do bigger and better things than me uh, hopefully this one We'll change that around. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you've listened to any of the podcasts that we've done uh, before, you know, this man, uh, he, you know, started out on happy hour with me uh, for a hot second uh, and then went on to do uh, a podcast on our own with each other. He went on to do a bunch of great things in his own podcast and expand upon his comedy career, I guess, Mm -hmm. beyond that. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the man from I Like to Movie Movie, (laughs) Garrett Smith.
1: Thanks, man. That's it's a weird thing that I people ask me when I do stand up now, like, hey, how do you want me to intro you? Because it's like nice to have credits, you know what I mean? To like make somebody sound like they're interesting and cool. Uh, And I never know what to say because like I have an open mic, but it's like nobody knows that fucking thing. yeah. And I'm like, well, I have a podcast, but like a few hundred people download it. Uh, and a lot of them are like in China. So like, <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I think I just peaked your mic already. Uh, I don't, um, yeah, it's just weird. I, it's weird to hear somebody be like, the host of I Like to Movie
0: Movie. And it's funny because I'm this guy that literally, because I'm so, I've been excited to do this podcast. Yeah. Literally for you and I, we've been talking about doing this exact thing this under different a different um, show name. But yes. we've talked about doing this interview, this this podcast for like two plus years now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually I think I looked at either oh it was a Twitter Conversation Probably. we had, or maybe a Facebook conversation, mm-hmm. and it was almost two years to the date that I <laughs> asked you, "Hey, do you want to do an interview? Yeah. What day works for you?" Yeah, and here we are. So it was almost two days, two years to the day.
1: Probably better that you waited this long. I, I, I ha- I'm certainly a more interesting person than I was two years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was all for me, for us, just sit down and talking because we uh, now the show that's Monday Pod, this this podcast we yeah. used to do, uh, which was about the Kevin Smith Podcast Network.
1: Yeah, which is crazy to think about now. That like I reflect s- on that and I'm like, we did a podcast about another dude's podcast. But
0: you know what? <laughs> Someone else is doing that exact idea and winning with it. Oh, really? I think it's called uh, That Man on Fat Man, <laughs> and it's uh, it, I, I'm assuming it's I never listened to it. Yeah. Uh, so this is a lot of assumptions going on. Yeah. I th- I think it's like this show, uh, yeah. but except he just talks to Kevin Smith type people uh-huh. or fans or whatever, uh-huh. uh, and they Wait, talk. Wait, it's about, an
1: interview show about Kevin Smith.
0: I I don't I am assuming because I, I assume it's like Fat Man on Batman, sure, sure. which is how I describe this show. This yeah. This show uh, the original concept was uh, Fat Man on Batman about. Except about podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized that limited my audience to just like five people. So (laughs) it was going to be a very short run show, uh, which is not uncommon for me. But uh, so I expanded it to everything is awesome. Yep, uh, which includes pretty much anyone. Like I plan on talking to a friend from the south just because he has a southern accent. I think it's cool. (laughs) So, um, but uh, yeah. So there is someone is doing the Kevin Smith podcast show and winning at it. Like I think he was. If you did you see the picture of Kevin Smith with uh, Hitchbot? when uh, he yeah, did the bar yeah, like yeah. yeah. that dude arranged for Pitchbot oh, to come okay. back to gotcha. New York uh, so so that's where like we really because you only did Happy Hour for a while
1: I like a very little do you remember
0: <laughs> how you got into Happy I, Hour I like
1: called in it was I found like a Craigslist <laughs> yeah. ad I was like just out of college and I was like I don't know I kind of want to do a radio thing you know I think I could do that and I don't know why I thought Craigslist was a place to find like a legit <laughs> radio job but there was like a post for like a radio job and I was like like, oh, sweet. And they were like, the audition is like on air. You call <laughs> in. Audition. And I was like, that seems weird. All right, I'll try it. And then it was your fucking video. Po- it wasn't even on the radio. It was yeah, your it goddamn was video stickham. podcast.
0: Uh, so, yeah, the, for people that, God, because now we're old. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm 31. Yeah. Uh, this I was like was, 22 at the time. Yeah, so this was probably, it was 2000, probably seven-ish? Uh, it was at least probably seven years ago. If yeah, not it would
1: have been like 09 I feel
0: 09? like. Okay. I feel All right. like. All right. uh, happy Hour, that version of Happy Hour is probably when I started 2007 then and then 2009 I finally lost all my co-hosts. It was Happy Hour Idol is what it was called and um, it came down to you and like one other person and like the uh, Santoro who was like filling in it was just, we had that natural flow Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, but you being a city boy and me being a yeah, suburb it was boy impossible. It was impossible. But we found a way to make it work with, yeah. um, with Spunday Pod.
1: Yeah, that uh, was fun.
0: Eventually, Academic, uh, academic Nerds. Academic Nerds, which, which is a
1: way better title.
0: Way better title. We could uh, not limit ourselves to, to Kevin, Smith. <laughs> Smith. Kevin Smith. God damn
1: it. Why did I. Okay.
0: Uh,. And then um, and so so let's uh, start there, I guess. With okay. you. I, and you will drive this show to wherever you want to sure, drive sure, it to, sure. um, whatever you want to talk about. But let's let's start there. So so right out of college is where you kind of got your lust for podcasting. Uh, you
1: know, I actually I was thinking about this the other day. I have been podcasting for. Almost a decade! Wow. Uh, my first podcast was in two thousand six. It was oh, that's called... when like all the
0: podcasts started. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, I listened to uh, Smodcast when there were only like thirty episodes. Yeah, out. I do. And when it was that, still yeah. hosted on, I don't even think it was called Quick Stop Entertainment yet. It was oh, still called something. L- oh, Rhett, Rhett Fred Media yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's that th- oh, what's that guy's name? Um, I, oh, I like him a lot. I'm really mad that I can't remember his name now. Uh, hey, there's a dog. Uh, welcome. To to the dog. Uh, oh, look, hey! There's a child hey, here. There's for the a podcast. child here.
0: Yes, my son. So another thing has changed yeah. is that my kid likes to talk now.
1: That's okay. Hey, Trey, do you? Uh, I don't know. Do you remember me? Do you remember Mr. Garrett? No, no, probably not. You were a you were a really really small boy. Yeah, when I, I met think, you, think
0: last. you were like a, a year and a half. You're about Aubrey's age when yeah uh, when uh, you want to shake Garrett- my hand. Give him a high five.
1: Give me a five. Yeah, there you, there you go. go.
0: Mr. Garrett used to come over and we used to uh, watch uh, a show together that you're not allowed to watch. But we used to do a podcast too together, just like me and you do. You wanna, uh, do you want to? Do you want to say something in the microphone, Trey? No I
1: just... did I used to watch the cartoon That's on your shirt When I was growing up The Ninja Turtles Yeah I used to watch a lot Of that cartoon Has your dad shown you The movie from the 90s yet Do you know Probably not
0: I have You have Yeah Oh yeah I yeah. Have. yeah Yeah uh, That's what I started Him out with cause... Man that
1: movie's great yes yeah, I, ser- I will defend that movie I really like that movie I think it holds
0: up it, it, I agree yeah. uh, Did uh, he I... like it Yes yeah. yeah You like the turtle movie Right Which one don't you like The one with the um, Samurais The one with the When they go back in time. Oh, you don't like that one? No one does. You can say no into the microphone. (laughs) Okay, you can be shy. I'll
1: defend that movie to you. I think that movie's funny. Do you like that one? I all I remember about it is when they first get transported back in time. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo ends up backwards on his horse, yes. and uh, Donatello says something like, "How do you steer this crazy thing?" And Michelangelo goes, "You're lucky. Mine doesn't even have a head." <laughs> I loved uh, that joke I, when I was a child.
0: I think we've watched all three of them. Uh-huh. Uh, he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like the sword fighting one. I think because of the same like Back to the Future guns yeah, thing sure, that you and I sure. were talking about earlier. Well,
1: the second one's perfect then because they actually I don't even know this they weren't allowed to use weapons. In that one
0: he loves he loves both of them the first yeah. two he he really digs you really like the new cartoon right bud yeah who's your favorite turtle that. what <laughs> donatello the one with purple right that's your favorite donnie donnie's your favorite you know what and well, oh, i just peeked it uh so i i uh subscription boxes I like buff. what i like buff you like buff no, i like Raf. Oh, Raf, Raf. Yeah. Raff, You're like, yeah, it's because yeah. you got attitude too, just like him, right? Yeah. Um, so I always wanted to do a subscription box thing. Mm. And uh, it took me a while because I didn't want to commit to loot crate or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found the turtle box. You can see it hanging oh. on the wall over there the TMNT box. Uh, it was like twenty five dollars, I think, with shipping, and not great. Oh, <laughs> I, I uh, he got like some stuff that he liked. Uh, I got a pair of socks. I got a cool T shirt. Mm-hmm. That red bandana was something that it came sweet, with. Sweet, uh, a laser pointer came with it mm-hmm. that has the turtle logo. But it was like all dollar store stuff. Like I think if you really did some bargain hunting, wasn't worth twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you could like I justified it somehow like, yeah, to defend yeah. the, my purchase loot crate. You know, uh, unless TMNT box is going to sponsor. Of this show, it's yeah. so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I have not done any of those subscription box things. I don't know what they're about. I feel like I'd do one for like beard grooming. Maybe
0: um, I, I like the the nerd stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. So uh, that. Uh, and my beards not as luscious as yours <laughs> so uh, I don't need that though it, it gets there if
1: I never used to do product in my hair and then my beard demanded it of me
0: uh, yeah I, uh, I used to do product all the time and then I went bald
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it that's why I'm wearing a hat yeah
1: my uh, hairline is receding as bad as the economy was when I <laughs> went into my 20s <laughs> that's
0: uh that's there you go see now let's so that kind of uh, ushers in your stand-up
1: career <laughs> that terrible terrible joke i just
0: made (laughs) before we move on to we're getting ahead of ourselves oh yeah sorry so
1: i've been doing podcasts for like 10 years i realized so the first one was called weekends it was a movie podcast uh which i've gone on to do you know three more times uh but i did it with my friend tommy who was like my best friend in middle school and high school we were big movie nerds uh i think we only ever made like five episodes of it uh i was just learning how to do all of this we were recording the way you and i did Sunday. it was like two separate places (sighs) through maybe an early version of skype i think and And we had, we basically had to like, um, we would have to clap into our microphones uh, when we when we both started. We have to go one, two, three, clap, uh, and record separate audio, and then I would put it on top of each other later to like sync it up. It was uh, annoying. Can you believe that's how some people still do it? Over oh, Skype? I know it's crazy to me. I'm like, yo, oh, it's so easy to do this. You have no idea.
0: I I because I'm gonna I have to find a remote uh, way to do some podcasts for this show because we're gonna yeah. have some interviews and but there's a, like call call note or something. Oh, I don't know. I, there's something that I've used before that sometimes works. On Sometimes it doesn't. If it works, it's great. Yeah. And it literally just records both sides of the conversation for you.
1: Oh man, yeah. We we used a uh a pretty good little app when we did Monday. I forget what it was called. I used it to basically Was it
0: Hangouts? Something. I
1: forget. But basically it recorded both of us at the same time and then later I could actually extract our separate audio feeds so that you could edit more if you needed to, uh, which was great. It was a cool little tool. I forget what it was called. Um, But yeah, so I've been podcasting for a long time, man. Uh, Which is crazy because when I think about it, it's like this is a medium now that uh, people are famous off of. Super famous. I've probably been doing it for longer than a lot of them you. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. it's people that were famous when they started podcasting at the beginning of podcasting remained famous. Certain people got famous off of it, and I remained the same the whole yep. time.
0: I'm the same way. I, I, you know, I've, I, I stand by the fact that everyone I've worked with, yourself included, has uh-huh. gone on to do bigger and better things because mm-hmm. I always, uh, it's always scheduling conflicts. Like, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I'm more grounded, obviously, with the children. Yeah, you got kids, up. man. So like, it's a little bit harder for me. But yeah. that's what this format's perfect for. Like, totally. I don't have to rely on one person. No. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, man. Uh, you know, I started probably in 07, 08, so mm-hmm. just a year or two after like podcasting kind of took off in mm-hmm. 06. And, um, you know, I just... Various shows that I did, and uh, you know, to various degrees of success. Probably the most successful is when I, not even my own show, but the Stabcast. Yeah, yeah. uh, Was one, you know, one of the most successful shows I was on. The Zomcast got up there. Oh yeah. Um, Got
1: up there enough that you got shut down. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yep. yep. AMC uh, shut us down. As but we were using the Walking Dead Zomcast as the the title. But there were other podcasts out (laughs) there called the Walking Dead. Uh, I digress. Uh, (laughs) So you've been doing this for ten years. Yeah. Uh to now uh what I would say a very successful podcast uh yeah, at least it's pretty to pretty successful sense that I you've guess. spun it into a game show.
1: Yeah, we do. So I have a podcast called I Like to Movie Movie. Uh it's me and another comedian from Philadelphia named Dan Scully. Uh hosted together. We're both big movie nerds. We just uh and our opinion is uh, the internet is too Uh, man I was going to swear in front of your kid the internet is too negative for uh, for just every about everything Uh, so we wanted to be very positive about movies so like we so like a good example is we went to see Black Mass a couple weeks ago and did an episode about it and that was not, like, the greatest movie I've ever seen. That was a pure three-star movie. It's got, like, some really good performances in it. Uh, it's got some great scenes in it. Um, overall, it was, like, you know, it was fine or whatever, but, like, I feel like the internet wants to be, like, just poop all over it, you know? I am trying so hard to use the cleanest words I can think of right now. It just wants to poo-poo all over it. Uh, and, it and, like... I don't want to do that. I don't know. It's like it was not a terrible movie by any stretch of the imagination. I'd rather talk about like what is good about it and what is interesting about it and what can we, uh, you know, what is there, what does it give us? What what can we actually talk about thematically about it? We do a lot of just sort of thematic breaking down of movies, uh, which I love doing. And it's got a little bit of a comedy bent because Dan and I are both comedians. Um, but what we have done is uh, we've turned that into a live game show called Movie Movie Live that is a comedy show. It's sort of like Douglas Movies Meets at Midnight. It's like okay. this, uh, it's very visual. Uh, which I feel like you guys have be been podcasted. doing it since
0: before at midnight.
1: Uh, no, it de- no? de- wasn't after. D- it was a little bit after. We we it took it really. We had a concept for some sort of show for it, but it took at midnight premiering for me to be like, holy shit! There's totally a way to do this. I'm so sorry. That was <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, it, it don't uh, repeat I, words. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm saying bad words, and I'm gonna try not to say any in front of you. I promise. Uh, I promise that to your dad more than you. Um but the it it's a comedy show it, like it ended up being like a really fun crazy comedy show and it was only because i saw at midnight and i was like oh there's a way to do what Doug Benson does with Douglas movies and have it be like a big visual interactive experience where it's not just oh the comedians are playing for you to win a prize bag it's like no you're working with comedians as the audience to answer trivia questions that also are mostly jokes you know like it does have a lot of movie trivia in it but it's also very funny Uh, and it's literally every show uh, we have like certain games we come back to and then every show has a completely original game so that month's theme it's like we're doing David Lynch coming up here in a couple of weeks and so we'll have a bunch of original Games that are just David Lynch themed, and then we'll do some classic games that we do every month from the show. It's cool. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, no, and I, it's, I mean, you've been doing it just over a year now.
1: Yeah, we just had our year anniversary show for the live show. Yeah. Uh, and that was to ago. me,
0: like, huge. Like, I read the guest list you have, oh, yeah, and like, yeah. I, I think the name that popped to me was Tommy Avalon. Yeah,
1: he's I, uh, he's a kind of a local guy, but yeah. he has a, a, a documentary on Netflix called I Am Santa Claus, which is
0: fantastic. It's, really good. it's so good. Uh, I am a, uh, well, I know him from the Kick. Chris days. I was
1: going to say, you must know him. Yeah. I know he runs in these circles.
0: Uh, he answered the phones or he was a producer or something. Sure. I think his name was Monkey Ball or something <laughs> okay. like that on Kid Chris. Uh, um, and he... Uh, and then he went on to produce like some slapstick movies. Oh sure, um, yeah. Uh, what was the first one I saw? I know he works with a lot of wrestlers too. Yeah, I like,
1: know like that's does. his thing. Like yeah. he's
0: into wrestling.
1: Well, and I mean he's got uh, he's got some great McFoley stuff in that documentary.
0: Yeah, I mean that is uh, around Christmas. I like to um, watch like one Christmas movie a day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for like twenty five days, mm-hmm. and that was one of the ones I watched last oh, year. Oh, Cool. Um, and it'll
1: take that as a huge compliment yeah
0: it was really good uh, Netflix has been a great place for me to find like that's where I watch new stuff in yeah, Netflix me too. Um, even if it's old to so like mm-hmm. everyone else Netflix has been like my go-to. And, like, their original stuff is just fantastic.
1: It's pretty good, man. I feel like they're killing it.
0: I guess I left off with Tommy Avalon.
1: Yeah, we were talking Tommy.
0: So, yeah, I know him from from Kid Chris, and and watched, yes, uh, I Am Santa Claus was one of the ones I picked for that 25 Days of Christmas, Um, and it was good. Like, everything was interesting about it. Like, not one thing was, you know... It, there was I I didn't see many negative I'm I'm like kind of like you where I try to find the positive in things Like the whole the gimmick with the uh you know the the homosexual Santa was interesting oh yeah like, he,
1: I mean he found really interesting stories yes. to tell within that community
0: yeah uh, and the fact that you can have a whole movie based on like what Santa does when he's not Santa right. is cool like it was just an interesting um, story to tell yeah so yeah Tommy Avalon was like the, the big name that I mm-hmm. saw in there. I know there was a couple other like some like
1: oh we had uh, Brian Anthony Wilson who was an actor on The Wire. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's another local boy uh, and a really, really funny guy. Very cool to us uh, to come do that. Uh, he, he played um, a detective like in the precinct on The Wire uh, who uh, uh, beats up Bubs in the first season. Is the, uh, the the most, you know, fun thing that he does on the show. Uh, if you can call that fun, I guess. Um, and uh, we had uh, Dan Angelucci who is a Philadelphia filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he produced a, a commercial that I was in or it's a fake commercial actually, but it Got him some real commercial work, which was funny, uh, that I got to do a voice for. It's called um, Introducing Carrot. You can find it on Vimeo. Uh, And hear me doing a little voiceover work.
0: I heard you doing some voiceover work on YouTube. Oh, yeah. um... Was it the, the, the Addicted to Drug one or something?
1: Oh, I did one for uh, my, my roommate has a very cool, uh, like, uh, I don't know what you would call them, like a, a little comedy video group. Mm-hmm. God, that sounds so dumb. He's going to hate me for saying it like that. <laughs> uh, they're called Dance, Father, Dance. You should look them up on YouTube. Uh, and I did a very cool voiceover for them for, like, a fake reality show. I was, yes. like, the, the voiceover for it
0: yeah okay so it was a different because I watched a couple episodes from that yeah yeah I think uh, the the one you posted was your second one so I was hunting down the first yeah I did one
1: where I played like a dad uh, that was it was also another reality show thing I was like a dad on a reality show that was like kidnapped Uh, that was really fun you can see my beard uh, in illustrious YouTube vision uh, in that Dance Father dance video.
0: That was your big one-year anniversary show. It was our
1: big one-year anniversary uh, show. It was a lot of fun. It was cool.
0: Uh, and I was, I've was been trying to get out uh, to him. I don't know why I didn't make any of the summer ones. I really didn't have an excuse except for lack of babysitters. That's I fine, yeah. Uh, but I, I, you, you're telling me about by the time this sh- year episode comes out here, uh, you're doing a, a big one in we're December. We're doing a
1: really big uh, Star Wars show in December. We're going to do a game show about Star Wars. Uh, I don't quite know what we're going to do for the panel yet. We're going to try and get some exciting people if we can Uh, and uh, yeah that's going to be fun it's going to I mean Star Wars is uh, that was the nerd thing that I grew up with yes and
0: and you and I started discussing this earlier when we went to the store oh yeah um, and it was uh, like I didn't know how much of a fan I was like I I I watched the the original trilogy when I was a kid yeah I remember uh, watching the first one episode four with my uncle. And I remember like the first time you see the, um, the, and I, I'm a poor fan cause I don't know <laughs> all their names. The, the sand people. Oh yeah. The, the Tuscan uh,
1: Raider. Raiders. Yep. Uh,
0: the first time you see him and he pops up. Yeah. Like I remember that scaring oh, me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just a huge, I am a fan of the original trilogy. I, I've read like one extended universe like a book or two. series of books. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, like I would never call myself like a hardcore fan. Like sure. I just assumed other people were bigger fans than me. Going, this is what did it for me. This is what I knew I was a fan. And I think Jurassic World did the same thing to me. <laughs> okay. Where I'm watching the trailer and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm digging the new trailer, I'm yeah. digging the new movie, like everything. And this is the first trailer that comes out. And then the music kicks on. Yeah. And it's the classic, uh, what, John Williams yeah. score? And then you see the Millennium Falcon yeah. flying and, like, goosebumps, oh, legitimate yeah. goosebumps, I get through the. Uh, watching it and oh, like, yeah. i was like i am a fan like, yeah i love
1: these. dude when han solo shows up at the end of that second and trailer the
0: second trailer is uh, equally I as came
1: and cried at the same time yeah, it, was it was amazing
0: uh i mean i i didn't know that star wars meant that much to me because it is i mean i would say we're second generation fans yeah. of, of that yeah uh, i remember going and seeing probably the remastered yeah i saw the ones special in the edition ones in theater yeah. um, i remember seeing that with my father but I did. I was lucky enough to f- experience it pure first. Mm-hmm. Like on, I probably VHS. Mm-hmm. Kids, VHS. Yep, is this too. big box that has a tape in it with film that yep, has the yep. pictures. Magnetic and, tape. Um, look it up. Wikipedia. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I didn't know. I was so excited for it. So I'm actually really excited for that game show you guys think, are going to
1: be Yeah, doing. I think it's going to be... Our game show is going to be fun as shit, but I think that movie's going to be cool. Yeah,
0: I, I, I... There's no way that doesn't make a billion dollars.
1: Uh, well, I mean, there's no way it doesn't make a billion dollars. There's certainly a way it could be terrible. Uh, we saw George Lucas make his own series terrible yeah, a few but, times. but I mean... Uh, but I am excited for it. I think it has a, a high chance of being pretty
0: great. I think the benefit of having JJ do it is that, like, he is a fan. Oh, yeah. and from what I've heard, George is. Had nothing to do with
1: it. Yeah, I don't think he has much input. Uh, but I mean, uh, he thankfully does. Uh, Abrams hired like a lot of George's creative team for it, which is great. Kevin Kennedy is still there, and like all those people, uh, which is cool. Uh, I am. I'm just excited for that movie, man. I, I I don't know. Like, how could I not be excited? That yeah. Han Solo moment in the end of that trailer. Of course I'm there. You sold my ticket a hundred times over.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I plan on. I don't go to midnight movies anymore. Um, right. It's not a thing that I do. I'm going to the midnight show. I don't either because
1: I'm almost thirty and I fall asleep.
0: Yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just old and tired yeah. now. But I, I'm going to a midnight showing of Star Wars and I haven't seen a movie more than once in theater in a very long time. You know, uh-huh. Like probably, maybe in my 20s. Uh-huh. Uh, this, I unless it's terrible. Right. I, I mean, I don't... I don't think it's going to be. I think JJ cares the too much. I
1: saw multiple times in theaters. Uh,
0: I, I didn't see the first one in the theater. <laughs> um, but that was more so like back then I wasn't as as embracing like nerd. I'm like, you, I mean, you remember the period of when I switched to um, like nerdy Kev, yeah. nerdykev.com. Like I, I when I, I heard a certain age, probably like my late 20s, where I just kind of embraced my nerd. I'm like, yeah, when we were kids, it was a shameful thing to be. Oh, yeah. You know, but now jocks watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not. Really, that shameful to be. Uh, I wish I embraced it earlier. Right. Um, so I, I, yeah, the prequel trilogy. I wasn't really in the zone for. Um, I kind of remember the episode three not being terrible. Yeah, it's it's all right. Um, but that's because it gets a little darker. Yeah. Um, kind of like how like if you look at the Harry Potter movies. Sure. I mean that I like all of them. They're all good. Oh man,
1: those first two are.
0: But they're oh, tough. They're hard. They're tough to they're get really through. They're really
1: rough. They're just Christmas movies for
0: kids. Yeah, and and they are. Um, but you're growing. You're watching it grow like the movies grow with the characters yeah. which is neat uh the
1: third one is where is still my favorite one yeah, i think definitely. that one's great uh yeah. and totally sets the tone for the rest of that series i
0: agree i agree um but yeah so and jurassic world did the, i mentioned that earlier that did the same thing i know i think i remember reading your it was
1: not crazy about uh, that movie
0: you know what uh the, the preview did it for me yeah. like it's the, and i guess that can kind of be a worrisome thing about star wars yes. then but um but yeah the 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 music is what got me a nostalgic factor. But you know what? For me, Jurassic World was the best movie since the first one. It's the movie they should have made after. Yeah. Um, but I do, like reading your review, like, uh, I, I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's de- I don't, I, Owen was Chris Pratt's character's yeah. name. Claire? <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe. you're right. I don't know. Uh, but aside from that, you know, it is not.
1: Um, I, my thing with that movie, I felt. Kind of similarly as I did about the new Terminator, although I'll say the new Terminator is probably not as good as the new uh, Jurassic Park. But it was just like, I had a really good time watching those movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I enjoyed the experience of watching them in the theater, but there was, like, nothing to chew on once it was over. They were sort of pure spectacle, which is kind of fine, but, like, I don't know, the first Jurassic Park is is a real... Story with three-dimensional characters that I I can talk about later and and really invest in, and I never really felt that way about anybody in the new, in Jurassic World. I, I wonder and what if that... the hell is Vincent D'Onofrio's plotline? That makes no sense. <laughs> So his whole thing is he wants to, he's like, hey, thank God you guys genetically developed these killing machines, these trainable killing machines. Now we can finally replace humans with trainable killing animals. So you, so like, but lions, tigers, bears, the other trainable animals that have existed on this planet for thousands of years, you don't have any interest in those? Those those weren't cutting it? You needed to wait for dinosaurs? Your plot makes no sense. That's
0: true. Though he was, I thought he was good in that movie. He's He's always great. He's a ton of fun he's always
1: great uh but he's you know i don't know Daddy. that plot line didn't make any sense
0: uh i agree and that's my fear for the the sequels is that okay? here here's my problem with the jurassic park uh world sequels yeah and and the series in general we've now seen four jurassic park movies yep. and i have this i have a whole story about jurassic <laughs> Park because Let's uh let's start with my my thought process here. Uh we've seen four Jurassic Park movies um with three different formulas of how to do the movie. Yes. It's only worked with one formula. Mm-hmm. Uh so what are you gonna do beyond? Jurassic yeah. World now, like yeah. you can't do a theme park again.
1: I've seen uh, Colin Trevorrow talk about this a little bit, the the director uh, who is not going to direct the sequel, but I think no. he's like producing it and, and writing, he's writing it with yeah, the same guy. Yeah, he is writing it, uh, and he said something about like that. Actually, what we're talking about, Danafrio's thing about like potentially militarizing these things, and uh, the idea that Beatty Wong's character might be trying to sell this technology that that's sort of going to be the next stage of this will be the democratization of the technology. I, I don't know if there's an interesting You know what? There could be an interesting story anywhere. Um, my thing is, I think... Um, something that is sorely lacking from a lot of blockbusters, not all of them, are uh, characters. Characters that we care about and have a reason to be in the story and uh, and they grow throughout the story and, and, and we're less concerned with the plot of Dinosaur Island and more concerned with the plot of how Owen will solve the problems on Dinosaur Island. That I don't think that ever happens in Jurassic World and I, I have a growing fear that as these movies get bigger and grow there will be less and less of an investment in the characters,
0: uh... I mean, I'm excited for it. I, yeah. I, I'm excited to see where they go. Uh, and and now my other Jurassic Park story yeah. is so Jurassic Park one, the original. Yeah. Uh, prior to seeing Jurassic World, uh, I had only seen uh, twice once okay. in theater mm-hmm. and once on VHS. Yeah. And um, then uh, I bought it on Blu-ray. Yep. But watched it once before Jurassic World. uh, It's just got get reacquainted. I watched all three of them. Mm -hmm. So the first one, of course, was great. Like still just as like the goosebump feeling that Mm -hmm. you got, you know, from these old movies that Mm -hmm. are just so good, which I feel like for kids today, that might be Jurassic World for them. Uh, I mean, if they if that's what they're starting. Like my nephew loved Jurassic World. Yeah. Loved it Uh, and has. I think he's seen the first one, but he doesn't care for it. I
1: feel like the first one you could show to a potentially younger kid than you could Jurassic World, though. Jurassic World was like kind of crazy like the some of them it was more of a monster movie than they've ever been yeah oh
0: definitely
1: like there are monsters in that movie and they monstrously tear people apart there's only like one or two sequences in the first one where it's like that kind of violent yeah however Steven Spielberg is just a better filmmaker than uh, Colin Trevorrow uh, which is is no slight to Colin Trevorrow he's made two fucking movies yeah yeah. one of them was a really small budget movie that I liked called uh, Safety Not Guaranteed Uh, he's actually that's not fair he's probably made more movies in that those are just the ones that have gotten any kind of release that I've been able to see Yes, uh, and then he made this huge huge movie I that which is if you read the story is crazy it's not even a decision that was made they didn't like see the small movie and go he'd be perfect for our huge budget universal movie that was actually almost like a series of happy accidents that he ended up making that movie and um, now he's going off to what Star Wars episode uh, nine. of course and he, he is because it, he just made one of the highest grossing yeah, movies yeah. of all time um, but uh, I don't even remember the point I was about to make about him um, nope lost it totally lost in the mire of that thought he's
0: not as good as uh spielberg Spielberg.
1: god yeah he i mean he's such an effective filmmaker that i think overall jurassic park ends up being scarier and uh just because he's a more effective filmmaker but i think jurassic world if we're talking about like a young kid watching it i feel like it would be scarier to a young kid than jurassic park would it's just got more like people being torn to pieces by monsters
0: yeah, and well and, but that comes with the whole plot of Jurassic world like yeah. and which you know I, and I they I, they do make a good point like in the movie itself like you got to be go got to go bigger I, you, to have I an don't, audience I don't which know. I don't agree with. I don't well, agree
1: with I don't know how I feel. Here's the thing. I don't disagree with that. That is a fine commentary to make cuz that certainly feels like what's going on in Hollywood. Uh but I feel like that movie was trying to have its cake and eat it too, and it didn't really succeed at it. It was trying to be like, wink, wink, wink. Look at how terrible Hollywood's getting. Trying to make things bigger and badder. Everything's got to be bigger and badder. Look at how bigger and badder this movie is because of it. Yeah, you're right. It's bigger and it's badder. It's not as good. It's that's you ended up doing exactly what you were trying to like make fun of. Uh, so it's like it doesn't. That commentary doesn't work for me in the movie because the movie is the thing they're making fun of you know they they didn't avoid the trappings of that by by winking at us and going like we know we did it it's like yeah i know but with you're trying to be like i I just i didn't want you to do that i don't know
0: i the hope that i have for the next two sequels of this and this maybe will be the final thought on jurassic Mm -hmm. world uh is that he he Wrote it in mind with his writing partner in mind yep. of the trilogy. Yes, he did. Uh, and he he's uh, if you listen to the Jurassic Park cast, um,
1: that's a, a podcast, I assume.
0: Yes, yes. The Jurassic, it might even be called Jurassic Cast. I just heard of it because he was on it. He, oh, was, cool. he was apparently on one of their very first episodes. Very cool. And then uh, he was just on their most recent. And uh, I'm not going to repeat the quotes because I'm terrible at doing that. Sure. But uh, the f- Jurassic World is based off of Ian Malcolm's quote about, you know, God created man, man creates dinosaur or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one is going to be based on the fact that of um, Grant saying... Uh, dinosaurs of Mankind Separated by 65 million years What do you think Is going to happen When you put them together Yep So that's apparently The plot of the second one uh, Of the second Jurassic World Which to me At face value Makes it sound like A lot like Lost World Yeah <laughs> where, I know Which I don't want to see And that's I like I think
1: about that too I'm always like They kind of tried this though They did that like King Kong ending To Jurassic which, World
0: Which now I remember Final thoughts on Jurassic Park here Yeah uh, I remember going to see The Lost World as a kid And kind of enjoying it Hmm. Um, Um, And then watching it on DVD and not really liking it as much. I'll
1: tell you this. I actually revisited that movie just a couple years ago and liked it more than I remembered. But in that way that it's like, oh, I mean, this is – it's it's – so subpar comparatively, clearly, to the first one, no matter how what way you slice it. And so it was more like, oh, there's more to, li-. It, again, the way my podcast is, it's like, oh, there's more to like here yeah. than I remembered, you know? Like, I forgot about Vince Vaughn. I'm I'm seeing you out of the corner of your eye, inspect something, and it's throwing me off.
0: <laughs> I'm just making I'm paying attention to my kid. That's
1: oh, oh, is he just dancing around on his own in the backyard?
0: Yeah, I don't know. where He had my phone you're dancing just around just on the grass. Leaving your child that. to play? Yeah, well, we got a fence in the backyard. Oh, you're right, you're right. Um... Uh, yeah, and and the third one I remember not liking as much. Yeah. And, uh, revisiting that on DVD and Blu-ray and, uh, just before Jurassic World. And I, it, was, that, it wasn't you know, as bad as I remembered. Oh, okay. I, I was able to find positives, whereas yeah. I, was, I was finding more negatives in the Lost World.
1: I feel like there's an interesting thing where if you wanted to, you could say the timeline of these movies is actually Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3. Hmm. Uh, that doesn't totally add up or make sense, uh, just with like the technology that exists in yeah, Jurassic yeah, World. Yeah, yeah. But if you think about the stories that are told... Yeah. They, totally. they like chronologically make sort of sense to be told that way
0: yeah because if you think about like my argument
1: is because Lost World is like on an abandoned island right yeah, so yeah, that would yeah. be after World uh, and Jurassic Park and it's even on that other island that they yeah. mentioned I think a few times yep. where they were growing the dinosaurs or yes. whatever in yes. Jurassic World and then the third one is like somebody lost on the abandoned island yeah, which yeah, again yeah. seems to make a little more sense after the big theme park thing
0: yeah and uh, and my argument and maybe, maybe if that is the plan like that makes total sense then because otherwise <laughs> (laughs) like what like you someone has to say Yes, you can make a dinosaur island. Oh, you had a T-Rex in San Diego that <laughs> killed people? This is a good idea. Supposedly,
1: they sort of ignored the other two sequels when writing this one, and I think they'll probably continue to do that as they write these sequels to Jurassic World. But I agree with you. Uh, and and so, to me, the solution is just don't bring it up. Like, yeah, write I, those movies as if those other two don't exist and don't bring that up. You'll have a better movie. Uh, but... We live in this age of the internet audience that's going to be looking for, like, well, but this doesn't add up. Like, you already took one to San Diego, and people panicked. Like, why would you do it again? Uh, so I wonder if they will feel the need to address it or not.
0: Uh, I, I hope they don't, because it's, you know, from what I read that they, they're saying... I think the last thing I read is that, like, it's not necessarily... Uh, uh, out of canon it is like they're saying right. that the other two may be in canon but they just don't address it for that reason right, so they're right. like eh who cares Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah so that's Jurassic Art, Jurassic World Rant
1: yeah sorry <laughs> I didn't mean to take us down there no, that's I, just, fine. I knew this was going to happen when we sat down to I talk. know I
0: love it because it is two years we yeah. used to talk about movies all the time all the time uh, But so I like it I like yeah. it Um <laughs> let's go deviate back to the interview for just a minute. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, so, you know, I, I feel like that your podcasting led you to stand-up com- uh, comedy? A little Great.
1: bit. I mean, it was uh, kind of, it, more indirectly than that, actually. Like, uh, I did theater in high school. I played music in college. I've always liked performing. I, I like performing. I think I'm good at that. Uh, podcasting certainly helped me develop uh, a speaking voice that I think is very listenable and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it was more because I like podcasts so much and I like podcasting so much that I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's a weird sentence to say podcast in so many times.
0: I get it though because I'm the same, yeah. I'm the same exact way. So. Uh,
1: and uh, Pete Holmes has a podcast called You Made It Weird. He's, uh, he's a great comedian. He had a show on TBS for a little while people, oh, yeah. might, have saw, uh, after, people might have seen. He's after... a college humor uh, guy too. Uh, yeah, I think he's produced some, some videos for them. Uh, but he, um, he had a podcast or has a podcast called You Made It Weird. And in the early days of that podcast, he was not like a big famous stand-up comedian yet. He was like on the rise. He was mm-hmm. like right on the cusp of like really breaking. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he'd feel insulted for me to say that. I don't know. Uh, but he was talking a lot about his early comedy career and how he got into comedy. In the first 30 episodes of that show or so, I still say like if you're interested in comedy, listen to the first like 30 or so episodes if you made it weird. They're like a handbook to starting stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. No one, it, it, it's, you know, you always hear people, like you hear people ask artists all the time, like well if you want to be a this whatever like a a painter how do you do that how do you get into that and like the answer is always this weird wishy-washy thing of like there's no real way in and i don't know how i started i just kind of nobody is willing to give like direct answers to like process questions like how do you write a movie everybody that writes a movie will be like ah there's no real process they give you like no real concrete answer
0: i just wing it that's what i've been doing
1: that's what everybody says the first 30 episodes of pete Holmes's podcast are like you find open mics they do exist in every city, this is how you find them, this is who you talk to, this is how you act at one, this is who you ask and who you don't ask about things. These are questions you never ask somebody. These are questions you should ask somebody. It's great. It's a beginner's guide to doing stand-up. And I had been thinking about it for years. I grew up on stand-up comedy. I re- I've always really liked stand-up comedy. But I always thought of it as a thing that like you don't do. You, mm-hmm. just, you either are one or you aren't. Uh, and I started doing it then. I don't, you know, uh, you know, I've don't, know, know, i got a funny story about how I, I, the first night I went to an open mic and stuff. That's not even worth telling necessarily. But um, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, so yeah, podcast indirectly, I think, led me to stand-up. But not necessarily because like, I was doing a podcast and i was like listen to how hilarious i am all the time for two straight hours cuz i'm i'm not uh i barely survive 10 minutes sometimes uh but uh it, it you know uh i i do uh I always had an interest in it, and and, and f- having somebody finally be like, yeah, you can do this, man. It's not hard to figure out the how of it, the, the or, uh, yeah, the how of, like, getting to a mic and getting up on stage, the how of actually being a funny person is like, you know, fucking, that is inexplainable. I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't think it's, you can't explain being funny, because- yeah. I mean, A, that's, uh, you know, you're funny to me, but you may not be funny to person B. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, listen, I could uh, find you person B through Z. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they will all agree with person B. Uh,
0: but, you know, so, and, you know, that's what I. Um, I wanna say I always wanted to be a filmmaker or podcaster, obviously. Yeah. That's yeah, new yeah. world technology for podcasting. But I've always wanted to like I remember being in high school. I wanted to talk. Like, yeah. I just wanted to talk and storytelling. Uh, yeah, that's just, and, and I will never claim to be anything but a storyteller yeah. because I have an interest in writing books. I wouldn't call sure. myself a writer because sure. I, I'm Uh, not great at writing Uh, but I I can tell a story I can outline a story and say this is the story I'm going to tell and then I'll leave it there for a couple of years and eventually get back to it Um, same thing with uh, you know movies like I'm I'm not a screenwriter I'm probably not even a director Mm -hmm. Uh, I've directed like one or two things in my life and um, I would never call myself a writer or director it's a storyteller Um, and that's what I enjoy and that's where like you know you are more critical of movies than uh, a lot of people I know (laughs) the only other person I know that's even more critical than you is my buddy Mike uh-huh. Uh And got to talk to this guy. Yeah, uh, it, it would be fascinating. I think I actually had an idea to pitch like a, a – it was actually Trailer Park. It, oh, yeah, it, yeah. Not, it was before you did Trailer Park. I wanted to do uh Coming it, Soon. It was Trailer Trash. It was
1: uh, slight, a tra- yeah, slightly sorry, better pun park. than the one you just made. I'm sorry. Slightly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. It was. I, I listen to the show all the time. <laughs> I actually wanted to email um, Mike about it, it Mike oh, Bauer, about yeah. it, and say, yo, can I have the rights to Trailer Trash? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because, he won't give it to
1: you. I know, Mike. <laughs>
0: Uh, but because uh, before you guys did that, I wanted to do coming soon with oh, yeah. uh, Mike and Garrett. But it yeah. was my buddy Mike yeah. and you uh, doing like it was gonna be a video cast yeah. versus a podcast. But um, yeah, you two, I think I would love to sit down and just listen to you two talk yeah, about movies yeah. because he's very critical. Not just about movies, about anything. Because he, I want to again. I don't know if he would call himself an actor. Sure, um, I I would not call him an actor, but I would <laughs> I would call him a um, I'm sure. He's
1: very happy to hear that.
0: <laughs> I would call him a uh, you know uh, he has the ability. To do it, and he is—I mean, he's my actor. He is my Ben F, like, if I'm Kevin <laughs> Smith, you know. So, uh, uh, but that's where he's really critical because he has acted. He yeah, has yeah. had uh, some speaking roles. He was in SAG. Sure. Um, so, like, he he finds criticism uh, in acting and stuff, and you know, whereas for me, like, it's got to be good storytelling. Like, yeah. that's
1: all I care about. That's like, always I'm a little more concerned about that. Yeah, than performance. like performance but, enhances that for me more than
0: makes I will. I will forgive bad performance, bad dialogue, as long as the story makes sense and is good. Um, now that doesn't mean you can be a sh- a, a piece of shit actor yeah, yeah. uh and 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 get away with it and I do recognize extraordinary acting
1: yeah I think so like uh, here I'll give you two examples Uh, uh, last year I think there was this great movie uh, called why can't I remember the name of it now Coherence I think that's what it's called Coherence it's a great 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 independent science fiction movie Uh, my my line about it is it's the smallest budget high the highest concept smallest budget movie I've ever seen Mm -hmm. it's such a small budget Hardly anything happens, but it's the biggest science fiction idea I've ever seen in a movie. It's great. I totally recommend it. Full of B-movie actors. Okay. Not all of them great. Some of them pretty good. I don't think there's really a performance I would call great in the whole movie. Maybe the lead actress. Um, Everybody else is like serviceable more than anything else. It's such a great, well-executed movie and story that uh, it's Okay that the actors are not uh, uh, elevating the work in, mm. in the way that better actors might. Uh, it totally works without that. Um, another, my favorite movie last year was called The Guest, and that is just a great movie across the board. I, that's in my Netflix queue because of it. you. Gotta watch uh, it.
0: I haven't listened to your episode of I Like to Movie Movie. Good. That's still in my, um, Good. my podcast queue. Because, don't read my review.
1: Yeah. Don't listen to the podcast. Watch that movie and then read my review and then listen to the podcast. It's a great movie. It's great across the board but the lead performance is outstanding. It is outstanding and elevates that thing so high above what it is already doing. Uh, And it is all because of that performance. A lot of it hinges on that great, great central performance. So it's like I can recognize it, uh, but I'm more in line with you where it's like I think just a a good, solid, well-told story can uh, be delivered even by not the greatest actors.
0: And I think for me that comes from being more of a television person than I am a movie person. Like, uh, and that's you know that comes with the fact that like I don't go out all that often. Yeah.
1: Quality of uh, television is going way way up. Though.
0: And it has, and like for me, like I still think The Walking Dead is one of the best shows out yeah. there. It has its ups and it has its downs. Yeah. Um, but it's based off a comic book, and comic books have their ups and they have their downs. Yeah. Uh, and there, I wouldn't say there isn't a lot of um, great acting all the time right. in that movie or great dialogue. But for the most part, most episodes from A to B are a great story. Yeah. And and that's for. Me like a lot of television to me is like that. Like I watch Once Upon a Time. Last night's premiere uh, was great from point A to just before point B, and uh-huh. then it gets to a point where you're like, well, you just ruined your whole episode by because and the acting is not great at all in that show. Oh, really? I mean, there's a lot of good people like Jennifer Morrison, who I think is a really good actress, uh-huh. is in it. Um, Robert Carlyle, who is he's the best oh, I part like of that Robert show. Yeah. a lot. He is the best part of that show yeah. uh, as far as an actor is concerned. Yeah, and uh, Um, they don't they I mean he was barely in it Uh, in fact I think he's in a coma uh, in the episode so uh, you know they they have a lot of their high end actors like on sidelines during this episode, yeah, still a good story. Yeah, so you get to the end, and that's where, like, you're, even your what p- season are they on? Uh, five, five. Okay, uh, and, yeah. and it is like their lowest season so far. Like okay. it was, like it, it's in line with their season finale last year, um, but uh, like down like forty percent from the season oh, wow. four premiere. Um, so I think they could be on their way down. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, for me, it's all about storytelling. Yeah, um, me too. But the I can recognize uh, how it could be important to have quality.
1: Oh yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, they can totally elevate some. Thing, i think uh, above and beyond
0: and and for me like i said not they might not be able to destroy something it, it, i mean it has to be bad it yeah, has to be they, so bad yeah
1: yeah it's uh, i mean i think the reality is if a uh, if a, a script is good enough a filmmaker is strong enough um, they're not going to have to th- to make their movie with bad actors. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, that's why you rarely see something that's destroyed, I think, by a bad performance. Yeah. You rarely see something that's like, man, that could have been the greatest thing I ever saw if it wasn't for that terrible actor. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: It, it's, uh, yeah. and that's why I don't think it's ever, ever my critique. And, and usually, it's, you know, if it's a filmmaker I enjoy too, or an actor I enjoy, I will always find the positive, always. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, for Tusk, even. like
1: Oh, man, uh, that movie is, <laughs> I've, I had so much trouble recommending that to people. I was like, listen it is so weird it's so weird and i thought it was great i really liked it i
0: still don't know if i like it or (laughs) that was what i used to say
1: i used to say like i have no idea if i liked that movie but i know it was weird as shit and i enjoyed that about it
0: i I mean i watched but i
1: think i think in retrospect like i do kind of like that movie. i need
0: to go buy it still because i've only watched it uh i only saw it in theaters i I didn't even see it in theaters (laughs) um but that's nothing against kevin smith i just don't go see movies in theaters anymore um but uh yeah i I acquired it, and uh, yeah. I do want to buy it because I, you know, I'm a huge Kevin Smith supporter. Yeah. Uh, even with you know movies that might be a little silly like Red State. I it's, like
1: Red State a lot.
0: See, you know, now I don't remember what our opinions were when when we first saw I it. I remember I loved it because <laughs> I, I loved it up until a certain point. Yeah. Now each time I've watched it at least twice, maybe three, two times three times since then, and I. I do officially like it now, but yeah. it took me, you know, um, I think because he built it up, he yeah. built it up yeah. so much. And then it got to a point, uh, where it goes from the horns blaring spoiler yeah. alert to, uh, fuck it. It's three years old. I've yeah, yeah, yeah. seen it more than three. It's got
1: a very Coen brothers like ending, but
0: it ends on, well, I, for me, it ends like a Kevin Smith movie talking, yeah. like it's just yeah. a talking dialogue driven movie. Yeah. Um, and, um, I I wish he had the money to to do a bigger ending. Yeah. Because I think that's what that was. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he's joked uh, at that Q and A. Oh Did yeah, you, lot, you I, saw yeah, it. In- I,
1: yeah, I po- I posted that thing. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was the first person to uh, I think get that news out to the world. I posted a, a clip of Kevin talking at the premiere of Red State, which I went to see. Uh, yeah,
0: I was there too. I was at the. Uh, oh right, yeah. Yeah, the, uh,
1: yeah. I forgot that we were both there together. Uh, well, like not together, no, but, but, but we were like, both there. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, easily could have. Uh, that's totally. when
0: I met. Uh, I had to remind because Jen and I love impractical jokers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you but know, you I, got to hang
1: out with them, and I missed it. Yeah, yeah. I went to
0: the bar, and uh, I mean, hang out very loosely. Yeah, but yeah. I had to remind Jen that we know Q. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, I say that like yeah. we said hi to him. We ex- uh uh exchanged pleasantries. Uh, yes. uh, very friendly. This was when I think he was still a firefighter, so like uh-huh. he had no beard. Uh-huh. Um, uh Brian Johnson was there. Um, very friendly. Like yeah. everyone, that whole gang is all very uh, friendly.
1: I've met Ming before, and he's like a. Super friendly dude. He's, he's just way he's super social. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I like Red State. I think Red State is is really interesting and, and pretty good. It,
0: it's uh, it took me a it's while to get Tusk, aboard. I think. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tusk is Tusk is just weird is as a strange, hell,
1: and I I love that it's so weird and committed to its weirdness.
0: I need to see it again. Um, I, I what I love about it is that uh, and, and this is all because of Kevin Smith but it takes podcasting seriously and yep. it was the first thing in traditional media to kind of take it yeah, seriously so. alright we're going to have to cut the show right there but we will be finishing our conversation with Garrett next week about podcasting in popular culture uh, and the references that have been made in Tusk and other um, media we'll also be talking about the horror genre we'll be talking about uh, Kevin Smith and Moose Jaws, Back to the Future, uh, Ang Lee's Hulk, and much, much more. So make sure you tune in next week right here on awesomepodcast.com to listen about uh, more of Garrett and our conversations of pop culture. You can find us on Twitter at That Entertains and find me on Twitter at H-H-W-S-T. Find Garrett on Twitter, at Philadelphia, and pretty much any social media will probably be tagged with Philadelphia for Garrett. You can find his podcast, I Like to Movie Movie, on the internet. Uh, just search I Like to Movie on, like, the Twitters and the Facebooks and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so this has been Everything is Awesome. I'm Kev, and you're listening to this only on AwesomePodcast.com.